Welcome to Goop Tales. I'm Maria Calancini, the founder, writer, and narrator behind these original audio stories. And I have a very, very special announcement today. The new website for gooptales.com is finally finished. We're working through a couple glitches, but it is up and running. And I have a gift for you. On the front page, the homepage at gooptales.com, you can download a free Goop Creation Kit. And I created this kit because I thought it was so much more thorough than just coloring pages. And so many of you want to use your imagination and create these goops. So in the kit, you get to get really into it. And it starts all at the beginning of how I create a goop. You're going to start with what you want to name your goop. Then you're going to write a poem. Then you're going to look at our beautiful illustrations and decide what your goop's going to wear, what it's going to carry, where it's going to go in the world. And then you're going to select what your story's going to be about. It is a beautiful kit. So go and get it at gooptales.com. And I have another special announcement that I'm going to say for the end of this podcast. So let's get into the podcast now, and I'll tell you the new thing at the end. So today's story was inspired by Layla. Layla, you have the sweetest voice and such a great imagination. And I want to thank you for creating Bubble Roo. Bubble Roo is so sweet and funny, and I just love the idea of someone walking around and blowing bubbles all the time. So let's listen to Layla's voicemail that she left me that inspired this week's story. Hi, Maria. My name is Layla. I'm 10 years old, and I really like listening to Goop Tales. I have three ideas for goops. Um, so first, there is Sleepy Lisa. Sleepy Lisa is a goop who is very sleepy. She carries around a CD to help her sleep. And whenever people try to talk to her and she gets bored, she always sleeps. She also carries around a little stuffy named Jerry, who is a panda. And he will come alive at one point and help her. And next there is Bubble Roo. Bubble Roo is um, a goop that blows bubbles and how she gets into um, wherever she's going is she blows a bubble and she accidentally gets sucked into it when when somebody is trying to tell her something. And then there is Sportasha, and Sportasha loves sports, but she loves them too much, and she always wants to do all the sports, and she carries around a baseball bat, and she likes sports too much. And can one of them go to Costa Rica and go um, into the city or town or something called La Guasima? Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. All right, let's get into Bubble Roo. And remember, the new website's up. So if you want to see the drawing for Bubble Roo and easily flip through the photos that go with it, just visit gooptales.com forward slash episode one, two, five.
Tales, Episode 125, Bubble Roo and the Bearing Humpback Whale. Bubble Roo was always so full of joy. She was not one who would annoy. Wherever she went, she made it shine, and you would never hear her whine. But if you tried to speak of trouble, she would disappear inside her bubble. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a very joyous goop girl named Bubble Roo. All of the goops loved Bubble Roo. She was the cherry on the sundae, the unicorn in the woods, and the twinkle in the moon. Bubble Roo was a burst of sunshine wherever she showed up. And when she showed up, it was always preceded by a bubble or two. Bubbles were part of Bubble Roo's identity. A collection of dozens of different shaped and colored bubble jars were displayed prominently on Bubble Roo's bookshelf. There was a tall, oblong-shaped jar in crimson red, a sphere-shaped jar in azure blue, a diamond-shaped jar in sparkling crystal, an emerald green rectangular jar, and so many more. Bubble Roo's bubble shelf was truly a piece of art to be admired. But it was not just a piece of art. It was also the place where dreams began. Bubble Roo had always been enamored with bubbles ever since she was a tiny goop girl. Every bubble represented a wish or a dream come true. There was no occasion for which Bubble Roo would not create a bubble. The bubbles were magical and came in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Each bubble jar had a special wand that Bubble Roo handcrafted. She took wire and spent a painstaking amount of time twisting and turning the wire into the shape she desired and then creating a bubble-blowing handle. There was a heart-shaped wand for the red jar, a star-shaped wand for the sphere-shaped jar, a rectangular wand for the emerald jar, and many more. Each jar was carefully filled with bubble mixture and a few drops of colored dye. Bubble Roo loved a colored bubble in a magical shape that was full of dreams, wishes, and mystery. Every single goop made sure to invite Bubble Roo to their parties and celebrations because they knew she would bring the magic bubbles. And every single goop loved to make a wish or a dream when they saw Bubble Roo's bubbles. One sparkling sunny day, Rusham asked Bubble Roo to come to his house and bake cookies. Rusham was an excellent cookie baker. Other than the fact that he was in such a rush to get his cookies out of the oven and eat them, that he would often underbake them. 
Bubbleroo, come on over and bring some magic with your bubbles. We can make bubble wishes while we wait for the cookies to bake, said Rusham. Wonderful! I will be right over with the bubbles, laughed Bubbleroo. <laughs> then she went into her room and gazed at her bookshelf full of bubble jars. Which one shall I bring? She thought to herself. Finally, Bubbleroo decided on her sphere-shaped jar with the star wand. Rusham is a star, and I am going to blow star bubbles, she thought to herself. She walked over to Rusham's house, blowing bubbles along the way. The star-shaped bubbles were often the most challenging to blow. Bubbleroo had to stand still and carefully blow into the wand from all angles. But when they came out, they were beautiful and floated along in the sky like tiny stars dropped from above. Hello, Rusham. I smell ginger cookies. Mmm, said Bubbleroo as she entered Rusham's house. Rusham rushed out from the kitchen and said, Yes, it's a ginger kind of day. I just put the first batch in the oven, and I can't wait to take them out and taste them. Bubbleroo laughed, knowing what a rush Rusham was always in. <laughs> but she had a plan to distract him from his impatience. Let's see if you can blow a star-shaped bubble, she said. Of course I can, said Rusham, reaching for her bubble jar. Not so fast. It isn't as easy as it looks, warned Bubbleroo. Hmm, said Rusham. Let me show you, said Bubbleroo, as she dipped the star wand into the sphere-shaped jar. Then she pulled the wand out and held it close to her mouth and slowly began to blow, turning the wand ever so carefully with each breath. Little by little, Rusham saw a star-shaped bubble begin to emerge. Wow, Bubbleroo, I see it. I see a star taking shape, point by point, said Rusham. Bubbleroo was so focused on creating the perfect star-shaped bubble that she couldn't hear a word that Rusham said. She wasn't listening. It's, it's getting bigger. Your star is enormous. I think you should stop now, said Rusham as he stared at the gigantic star bubble growing right before his eyes. But Bubbleroo couldn't hear him. She was far too focused on her bubble. She kept on blowing into the star as it grew and grew, despite Rusham's pleas. Finally, when her cheeks were so tired from blowing the star bubble, Bubbleroo stopped and sucked in a giant breath of air straight from the star bubble. And in return, the star bubble sucked her right up until she was floating in the middle of it. Rusham watched in awe as the star bubble 
holding Bubble Roo, floated right outside his front door and up into the air and disappeared into the sky. Chapter 2 The night sky held many stars and a star-shaped bubble holding Bubble Roo. She was weightless and felt airy and light. Bubble Roo peered out in wonder as she passed one particularly bright star. Then she had a thought, remembering something from science class. We're made of stars. Stardust, she said aloud in awe. I'm Stardust, she announced proudly, although there was no one to hear her. Well, if I'm Stardust, then I must have some magic in me. I must be on my way to a magic mission. Bubble Roo only felt excitement. She could feel it bubbling up inside her as her nerves began to tingle and her fingers began to wiggle and her head began to shake. There was an unstoppable feeling surging through Bubble Roo's tiny body. Finally, when she felt as if she were about to burst, the star-shaped bubble popped and Bubble Roo instantly fell to the earth far below. Soaring through the sky, she looked down and saw the most magnificent globe of green and blue. Everything looked so perfect and in its place. There was an order to the earth from this vantage point that gave Bubble Roo great comfort and she wasn't scared. As she drew closer to the earth, Bubble Roo could see that she was headed straight for a deep blue sea below her with no land in sight. Oh no, she thought. And then, with her eyes squeezed shut, she plunged right into the Bering Sea with a tiny splash. Instantly, Bubble Roo was submerged in the icy water, and a few moments later, she popped up to the surface. Burr, she said. Bubble Roo was of an optimistic viewpoint by nature, so she didn't let the icy water scare her. Well, this is invigorating, she thought, but it would be wonderful to have something to stay afloat on. Looking around, All Bubble Roo saw was miles of deep blue icy seawater in every direction. Not a single thing to float on. I suppose this situation calls for a back float, said Bubble Roo. She immediately turned onto her back and held out her arms and legs like a starfish. Then she stared up at the sky above admiring the stars that she could still see lingering in the vanishing night. Stars above, burning bright. You brought me through a 
beauteous night. Now I'm here in another place. I'm looking up at you with my cute face and asking you to help me out. Maybe you could... And then Bubble Roo stopped for a moment. What rhymes with out? Hmm, let me see. Oh, I've got it. Spout, exclaimed Bubble Roo excitedly. Maybe you could spout. But stars don't spout, she said hesitantly. At that precise moment, a spout of water shot up in the air. Bubble Roo popped right out of her back float and looked around. She twirled her feet beneath the water and did a 360. Where did that come from? She said in astonishment. Then there it was again. Another spout of water shot 20 feet up in the air. Wow! exclaimed Bubble Roo. The spout was some distance away and it soon died down and disappeared. Bubble Roo began to think hard. She was always so glad she had paid attention during Miss Wigglebutt's science class as it often came in useful. That must be a whale spout. I can't think of anything else, she said to herself. Stars above, did you really do this for me? You sent me a whale? What am I going to do with a whale? And then it came again, another spout of water shooting up in the air. Only this time, it was so close that Bubble Roo could feel the spray. Bubble Roo suddenly felt more cautious. Something was nearby. It must be an enormous whale that was thousands of times bigger than her. Then, with no warning at all, Bubble Roo felt something beneath her feet, and she was lifted high into the sky. Up, up she went, and when she thought she could go no further, a blast of water shot from beneath her, and Bubble Roo went flying even further up towards the clouds. Chapter 3 Bubble Roo looked at the white, fluffy clouds floating above her, wondering what was happening, when she suddenly plummeted straight down to the sea below. She landed in a pool of sloshy seawater and was immediately tossed about, but she kept hitting something. What is happening? Where's the ocean? said Bubble Roo aloud. It felt like she was in a giant cave. A few fish flopped in front of her. And then Bubble Roo knew instantly what had happened. She had been swallowed by the whale that spouted her up into the air. And now she was stuck inside his stomach. I can't stay here. I have to get out, she said in a panic. I would like to get out as well, quipped a small fish. 
as it flopped about in front of her. Bubbleroo was so startled by the fish that she stopped panicking for a moment. She watched the fish as it flopped around in front of her in a slowly draining pool of water. The little fish would not survive if that pool of water disappeared. And Bubbleroo wanted the little fish to survive. To be all alone in the cavernous stomach of an enormous hunchback whale would be so lonely and scary that Bubbleroo couldn't bear the thought. So without even thinking, Bubbleroo stood up straighter and said, We are getting out of here together. The fish flopped around a few more times and said, That sounds fantastic. I'm all in. Sign me up. Tell me where to go and what to do. Then he looked up at Bubbleroo. His big fish eyes filled with anticipation. This is on me. I can't let that little fish down. Better yet, I can't let myself down, thought Bubbleroo. But she had no idea how to escape the inside of a whale. None whatsoever. Not wanting to disappoint the eager little fish, she didn't say a word. The fish stared up at her and did another flip in the water. Then he said, If it helps at all, we are in the whale's first stomach, the one closest to his mouth, our escape route. This is very advantageous for us. Just in case you didn't realize that, I'll await your command. Bubbleroo stared at the flipping fish and nodded as if she understood what he was saying, even though she had no idea. She didn't know that a whale had more than one stomach, but if it did, she was glad to be in the one closest to his mouth, her escape route. Bubbleroo knew she had to do something or say something at the very least. The little fish was waiting and his water pool was vanishing. Without even thinking, she pulled out her bubble wand and started to blow bubbles. Big, sparkling, star-shaped bubbles. One after the other. The bubbles floated up and up into the vast darkness that was the whale's stomach. The little fish just stared thinking this must be some magic that Bubbleroo was performing and that it was all part of her plan. Bubbleroo didn't stop blowing star-shaped bubbles and soon there were dozens floating upward. One by one, the points of the star-shaped bubbles hit the whale's stomach and tickled him. went the bubbles until the whale could hardly stand it. He was being tickled from within. He began to jostle himself from side to side in the water, trying to scratch himself, but it was to no avail. 
The tickle was coming from inside and not from outside. Bubble Roo found herself being knocked from side to side. And looking down at the little fish, she saw he too was rocking back and forth and desperately trying to stay in the tiny pool of water that was left. Most of it had been sloshed out and the water pool was almost empty. Immediately, Bubble Roo started to panic. This was all her fault. She was supposed to save herself and the little fish. This was not the plan. The little fish also began to panic and he looked up at Bubble Roo with his big eyes and said, Is this part of your plan? What am I supposed to do? Chapter Four Bubble Roo closed her eyes to think, and as she did, she heard a strange sound. Popping out of her reverie, she said, What was that? As she looked down at the little fish, who had a look of terror in his eyes. You, you know something that I don't. What is it? said Bubble Roo. It's the whale. He's singing, said the little fish. Singing? Oh, that's lovely. Why is he doing that? He's communicating with other whales, said the fish. Just then, they heard a faraway sound of a whale singing. How do you know all this? asked Bubble Roo. I've lived in the ocean for a long time. And hopefully for a bit longer, said the fish a bit forlornly. Bubble Roo instantly remembered that it was up to her to get herself and the little fish out of the first stomach of this enormous whale. She went back to thinking when she heard the whale began to sing again and his whole body rumbled, tossing Bubble Roo off her feet and leaving very little water for the little fish to swim in. I'm not trying to put any pressure on you, but I'm not gonna last much longer, said the little fish. Bubble Roo looked down at the tiny pool of water and felt pressure. Do you know what he's saying to the other whales when he sings? Asked Bubble Roo. I do. They're communicating about where they can find more food. Food like me. Once they do, he will take another big swallow and we will be pushed down to the next stomach. Once we hit that, well, we can just say bye-bye, said the little fish. Bubble Roo listened intently as the fish spoke, and then she pulled herself up, stood up straight, and said, The only place we are going bye-bye to is home. The little fish gave her a wan smile, but he wasn't holding out much hope. Don't look at me like that. You have no idea what I'm capable of, said Bubble Roo. The fish's eyes grew a bit wider, and so did his hope. 
I have a plan, so you need to be ready, said Bubbleroo. I'm ready. I'm ready now, said the fish adamantly. Okay, I am going to get this whale to spit us far, far into the ocean, announced Bubbleroo. How? asked the fish. I'm going to tickle him so hard from the inside that he will have to sneeze. He won't be able to stand it. He is going to feel like he is about to burst. Just be ready to shoot forward and right out of his mouth when he sneezes. Flip yourself as far and as fast as you can, instructed Bubbleroo. Then she pulled out her star-shaped bubble wand again and began to blow the biggest, pointiest star-shaped bubbles that she could as fast as she could. One after another, the bubbles floated up and up to the top of the whale's stomach. He began to rumble back and forth. Don't stop, said the fish. It's working. Bubble after bubble floated to the top of the whale's stomach, tickling him from within. Tick, 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 went the bubbles. The whale shook himself back and forth, trying to make the sensation stop, but it wasn't working. Tick, 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 went more bubbles. Faster, please, begged the little fish, who was just about out of water. I feel him. He can hardly stand it. Get ready, said Bubbleroo. Without any warning, the whale opened his enormous mouth the size of a house and sputtered and coughed a huge whale sneeze. Water flew out of his mouth and so did Bubbleroo and the little fish. They flew through the water straight into the ocean just as the whale slammed his jaws shut. The little fish wriggled his tail and dove down deep, deep beneath the sea. There was no time to say goodbye to Bubbleroo, and he wouldn't have been able to see her anyway. She had landed in a sea bubble and was floating over the Bering Sea back to Goop World. Looking down, Bubbleroo saw the enormous whale open his mouth and swallow a school of fish. But somehow she knew her little fish friend wasn't in it. Bubbleroo floated deep into the horizon, admiring the tranquil sea below, until her bubble burst and she fell right back into Goop World and landed on her bed. Looking up at her ceiling, Bubbleroo saw her glow-in-the-dark stars scattered throughout, and she shot up. I must go find Rushum, she thought, and off she went. But Rushum was nowhere to be found. He had rushed right into a wormhole. But that is a tale for another time. All right. Did you love going along with Little Miss Bubble Roo to the Bering Sea? I hope so. 
Now, I want to tell you what my very special thing was at the beginning of the podcast. I have started on Instagram and TikTok to do videos that create a word of the day. And you all seem to be liking them. So I'm going to keep doing it. Basically, I take a big vocabulary word and I use a goop to illustrate how to use it. Then it's your turn, once you know the word, I tell you what it means, to go out and use it in your day somewhere. Because once you use it, then you know it. And you know that having a bigger vocabulary helps you to learn to read much faster. And if you already know how to read, it helps you with your communication, it helps you with your listening, it helps you with your writing. And you know what else? It impresses a lot of people when you have a big vocabulary. So I've got some really fun words in there. So make sure to follow along on Instagram and TikTok and learn the word of the day. Maybe you can even send me in some suggestion words to do. All right, let's get to the shout outs. I have a couple shout outs for those of you who have written me in left me reviews, left me voice messages. I love, love, love them all. So I want to thank Cass. I'd love your idea for a goop. I just gotta. Cass, I really appreciate that you left this as a review on iTunes, a five-star review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means a lot and it helps spread the word. And R.B. Schuler, I might be saying your name wrong, But you left me the cutest review on iTunes too. You said, it's an amazing podcast and we love it. And then you put about 30 darling animal emojis. I love it. And I am the goop lover. This is so cute. I love that you name yourself on iTunes. I am the goop lover. And you know what you said? You said, you know what makes me go to sleep in seconds? Goop tales. It's me, Miron, AKA the goop lover a.k.a. Nosley's brother. Can you put this on a podcast? Why, yes, I can. Here it is. It would mean the world and make my days. Anyways, see ya. Oh my gosh, Miron, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. I loved your five-star review. Thank you very much on iTunes. And I think it's very, very funny that I make you go to sleep in seconds because did you get to listen to the story? But I'm actually really glad that you're going to sleep quickly. I just thought that was pretty, pretty amusing review. So thank you so much for writing it and listening. And I also want to thank Evie, Zuri, Nina, Charlie for leaving me voice messages. Charlie, you left a couple. I loved them and I responded. And then thank you, Lorraine and Kira. I love hearing from all of you. And I hope that now the new website is up And it's so much easier to navigate, still working on a couple things, but that you will go to it, you'll get your Goop Creation Kit, you'll leave me voicemail messages just up in the top right-hand corner um, on the navigation bar. You'll see where you click to leave me a voicemail message. And let's go. Let's increase our vocabulary. Let's travel the world together. Let's just all be the Goops that we are. And I will see you in the next Goop Tale.